Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday and this is now the second week after Pentecost. This week, once again, we are focusing on the Gospel reading for the coming week. Our theme for this week is Jesus' disciples look forward as they follow Jesus. We begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving. Raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it. And your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. The Lord is our God. We are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke, chapter 9, beginning this morning at verse 61. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me say farewell to those at my home. And Jesus said to him, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Jesus' invitation to discipleship does not even leave room for a man to return home and say goodbye to his family. What is this endeavor that insists on such urgency, on an immediate decision, an immediate action? It is, of course, Jesus' life-saving, life-giving mission that he has his face set to accomplish. It seems as if Jesus has declared an emergency and immediate action needs to be taken for the salvation of the world. When the alarm goes off in the firehouse, the firefighters jump from bed and set their faces toward the fire. When an accident happens, first responders rush to the scene, setting their face towards that accident without turning first to say goodbye to friends or loved ones. Perhaps our trouble with this verse is that we do not see or realize that this is an emergency, a crisis demanding immediate action, and somewhere right here this alarm has gone off and the time has come and Jesus has set his face to the cross. What stands before Jesus, what his eyes are fixed, actually beyond, but what is in that future point where he is looking is Jesus' death, death on a cross. Death changes things, changes the very nature of our relationships. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who wrote an excellent book about the meaning and the call of discipleship, sees the call that Jesus makes as a call to follow Jesus into his death, to come and die with Jesus so that we might be raised with Jesus. That is why what, this is, that is what we say happens to us in our baptism. 
Jesus' death and resurrection and our participation in it reorders our relationships, even with our closest family members. In death, we leave them behind. In resurrection, we receive them back, but everything has changed. And perhaps that is what Jesus wants us to know, that our allegiances and loyalty to family is second to and contained within as a gift of God, but contained within our allegiance and loyalty to God in Christ Jesus. Or to put it another way, by first leaving our family, we gain our family. A family raised to new life in resurrection. A family who are children of God. That is the far point on the horizon towards which we are following Jesus. By following Jesus and fixing our eyes on the vision of God's promise, we move forward and move forward with a straight purpose. When we look back, we wonder. We get stuck. We wander. But by looking forward, we move forward. And we move forward straight. We move forward into God's promise or what the future might be, even as we trust that God has redeemed all that is past and redeemed them for God's own love and purpose, the purpose we find in the promise. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ Jesus and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the leaders, the ministers of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for all who are working for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, or for what else, do we ask the Lord today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son 
that you have protected us this night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.